kids need to understand each other. They need to know about their their past. They need to know about you know their their dreams and their aspirations and their values. Mm-hmm. These are things that you know they're kind of just put in a room and saying, "Hey, now you're brothers and sisters." And you're like, yeah. "Wait a second, I don't even know this person." Your blended family has a hundred percent chance of success when you do it God's way. We are Blended Kingdom Families, and we want to provide biblical resources to heal and restore families with a message of hope for the next generation. Let's get after it. Hey guys, welcome to the BKF Podcast. We are excited to be back with you today. Hope you are enjoying the series that we're doing. We're going to start a new one today. Uh, One that we actually, I don't think we've talked specifically about this, uh, but it's going to be on sibling unity. Yes. Uh, So stay tuned for this. But if you haven't already, take an opportunity, like, share, comment. We'd love to hear your feedback. Also, just so we can remind you, we do have the Blended Couples Conference coming up in September. That is September 30th uh, at Fellowship Church in Grapevine, Texas. You can go to our website and see all the amazing speakers that are lined yes. up and grab your tickets. If you don't live in Texas, fly your spouse in, fly do a out. staycation. Come see us. It's really close to a bunch of great hotels in Grapevine, yeah. Texas. So. Sibling unity. Yes. So blended families are complex and they get more complex the more kids they have. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, we've heard stories, you know, eight, nine, 10, 12 children uh-huh. um, that come from all different backgrounds. So we're going to talk about as a parent's desire for unity. Yeah. And, and I want to just start it out with a quick story. I, I'm currently counseling a couple, and they have adult children. Yes. Um, and, and, and they're getting married later in life. Um, and their primary concern is, how do we get them together? Yeah. And, and hopefully, will they enjoy that? Yeah. So I know that parents deal with this on a, on a high level of, how do we build unity within our kids? Well, I think it's 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 forming bonds. So, how are we forming bonds between our biological children and stepchildren? Mm-hmm. And you know, I think it takes time and intentionality. We always talk about the three P's, mm-hmm. and this is something. If you've been following us for a while, you guys, we've mentioned this on past episodes. But it's three P's: it's prayer, patience, and persistence. Um, another word that you could use is perseverance. And so, mm-hmm. we're being prayerful over our children and their relationships. We're being patient in that process as mm-hmm. they're trying to figure it out and get to know one another, as we are as yeah. the parents and step parents. Um, but also just being persistent in that pursuit and just persevering through that you know blended families we know can be difficult and we see a lot of families in our counseling center because their children are not getting along especially when Mm -hmm. there's um uh uh, remarriage and there's marrying and you're bringing in teens Mm -hmm. we see that a lot with our teens um and adult children um you know kind of we've heard a lot like the older you get the more set in your ways you are Mm -hmm. and you have emotional intelligence. So there's also that, you know what, I'm an adult. I don't have to versus like when you're little, um, and not that you're forced when you're little, but there's more time and there's more, um, uh, opportunities. Uh, you know, maybe it's more family vacations, more opportunities to do fun things where those kids can connect. Whereas they're older and they're in college and they're adults. Um, it's hard to get them together. Well, and or it can be hard. And you're right. And there needs to be a reason and a purpose. Sure. Um, and in a lot of cases, you know, kids, especially adult children, they may look back at their parents getting remarried and go, "Hey, that's great. That's cool for you. I've got my memories, and I'm good." Yeah. So we do see a lot of standoffishness. So what we're going to try to encourage you is some real 
some really practical things that, that we were going to suggest that you do or some ideas that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, and also just kind of reminders, you know, kids and everybody who is, whether they're age, if they're your kids, they're the kids. Yeah. Um, they enjoy having a good time together and they enjoy having fun. So make sure that you're, you're, as you create these bonding experiences, create things that are fun to do together. Um, I know one of the things that, that as I was thinking about this and I was like, you know, how do you, how do you bond people that that probably want to bond, but maybe don't know how? Yeah. And remember that these kids didn't grow up together, so they really don't know each other. Mm-hmm. So how do you get to know somebody? You ask questions, but again, that can be like kind of awkward. You're like, okay, we're gonna all sit around and we're gonna answer, you know, ask each other questions. Mm-hmm. Do you know that there are there are games out there? There, are, you know, you can go to different apps that that, that just like randomize questions. Yeah. That you just find out things about each other. Mm-hmm. Kids need to understand each other. They need to know about their mm-hmm. their past. They need to know about you know their their dreams and their aspirations and their values. Mm-hmm. These are things that you know they're kind of just put in a room and saying, "Hey, now you're brothers and sisters." And you're like, yeah. "Wait a second, I don't even know this person." Yeah, I think um, <clears throat> one thing that I would say is I think finding the opportunities or and even trying to create those mm-hmm. opportunities for that bonding to happen. You know, I'll let you speak to more of the adult side of it, but yeah. growing up in my blended family, when my mom and stepdad got married, I was in the fifth grade and my stepsister was a junior about to be a senior in high mm-hmm. school. So there's an eight year difference between mm-hmm. us. And that's a lot of um, just maturity and um, just a lot of differences there. And so there wasn't a whole lot of time with her, with my stepsister in the house where we had... Mm-hmm. Um, uh, a lot of bonding experience, so to speak. One thing that my parents did that we did every year together, and even after my sister was out of the house, we always took family vacations yeah. every single summer. I can remember yeah. us always being at the beach. So the, yeah. we're, we're beach people. Some people are beach people. Some people are mountain people. Um, but even as my sister started dating my brother-in-law before they got married and you know engaged and married, um, we would go on family vacations every year. And that was an opportunity for me to bond with her. We actually had to share the same hotel room. So yeah. my parents would have a room and we would have a room. And with it being that big of an age gap, you know, there came a time when I started to really look up to her and I was then asking her questions, you know, Mm -hmm. whether it was about dating or boys or school or college and things like that. And so over time we were, I was able to develop a relationship uh, a deep relationship with her and begin to bond and have shared experiences. Um, you know, we, we live in different towns now and, and, and I love her dearly. Um, we don't get to see each other that much. Um, but we still have that bond and yeah. over the years have been able to maintain that. And so, you know, I know a lot of people yeah. deal with, um, blending and having the adult children too. And that can be difficult. Well, I went through the same thing. Yeah. You know, I have two half, I have a half brother and a half sister um, my half brother is 10 years older than me and my half sister is 12 years older than me. Mm-hmm. But I remember as a young, young person, um, you know, interactions with them and opportunities yeah. to bond with them and opportunities to spend time together. Um, you, you left out one of the major vacation spots. So you were a, bur- a beach person. Some people are mountain people. I grew up in the camping people. So we were campers. Mm-hmm. So we would go to the river and camp. And I remember this. In fact, I saw an old video about this not too long ago. But we would do family vacations at the campground. Yeah. And we would invite, you know, uh, half brother, half sister, my family, 
And we would spend time together doing things um, just to build memories. Yeah. And, you know, over the t- over the course of time, I mean, we remember those things and we remember opportunities to connect. And that yeah. does, again, when you have an age gap that's that large, yeah. I mean, you, you, you may not ever be super close with that sibling because yeah. there's so much life in between you. Yeah. Um, but you can at least have those memories fond memories that you guys can look up to and remember yeah. um, and have that kind of relationship. Yeah. You know, and one thing I think that we can do too is, is as you're blending your family and you're trying to create unity between both sets of children, biological and step, it's, you know, talking about the things that are similar between yeah. the children, you know, maybe both, both children, uh, if you have, you know, a his, a hers, and you're working on it hours, whatever the situation yeah. is, you know, maybe there's similarities, um, that you have together, like playing sports or, um, you enjoy the same type of books or movies or different things like that. So I think pointing out the things that they have mm. in common and shared experiences that they can have together is a good thing. Um, because they didn't grow up together. So there's, there's a lot that they don't know about one another. Uh, another thing is, you know, hosting game nights, we talk about this a lot, but game nights will bring out different personalities. It will bring 100%. out competition, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, again, we're just trying to, you're wanting to create a foundation of, of um, you know, knowing about each other, getting to know one another mm-hmm. so that you can build unity between them. Scripture reminds us in Matthew 12, 25, it says, knowing their thoughts, he said to them, every kingdom divided against itself is laid waste and no city or house divided against itself will stand. Mm-hmm. So I love this scripture because it just reminds us that unity is imperative for our home and for our blended family relationships in order that we can be, um, strong and be grounded together Um, because Mm -hmm. we know that in blended families, the storms and wind are going to come in in life and not just in your blended family. Um, But when we can establish that unity with our sibling, our siblings and step siblings, um, it's going to make our family stronger. It's going to make our relationship stronger. Um, And I think it can even make our faith stronger um, within our home and and, in ourselves as individuals. Yeah. And if you're listening to this and you're like, man, you know, I'm preparing to blend or, you know, I have adult children and I'm just this thought of our kids bonding is such a it's such a blessing to think about. Mm -hmm. But practically, I'm just not sure. I mean, those kids just they don't accept my new spouse or. You know, they don't get along. And, and, and guys, we're going to be doing an entire series. We're going to be doing four weeks on sibling unity. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to talk through tons of practical, spiritual, uh, just developmental stages of sibling unity. Mm-hmm. But if you're in that stage, we want to encourage you, one, stay persistent and stay patient and stay in prayer. Uh, I said that the opposite way you say it. Mm-hmm. But the three Ps are so important in this because we're not expecting things to just go magically great from the start. Mm-hmm. Um, and you shouldn't either. Yeah. It'd be great if it did, but you're going to have some speed bumps along the way. So what we would like you to do is tune into this series. We're going to really dive into this very deeply. Tune into the series, and in the meantime, be in prayer for that unity. Mm-hmm. Be in prayer for healing. Be in prayer that opportunities are going to present themselves for those siblings to bond. Yeah. Be in prayer that they will form absolute good relationships. Guys, tune in next week. We're going to talk about when they don't get along. So we're going to talk about the opposite. Yes. And we'll go from there. You guys have a wonderful, wonderful day. Be blessed in all that you do. 
Hey guys, so glad you were here with us today and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And you can find more resources from Blended Kingdom Families at blendedkingdomfamilies.com. Join us again next time as we hang out with more amazing podcast guests. And remember, nothing will be impossible with God.